podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Join us for the very first IFL Live at London's Indigo at the O2, Sunday, August the 13th, with me, Coogan Cassius, and some very special guests, Eddie Hearn, Darren Barker, Johnny Fisher, and more. Tickets now on sale. So in the words of Eddie Hearn... You get up, you dress up, and you fucking show up. This Zoom Ahmed for IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Avlast. Well, last night in Las Vegas, I think we saw one of the best performances in a boxing ring in, in recent times, in modern history, really, from Terence Crawford. Because going into this was was a 50-50 fight. Um, unified world champion and Errol Spence uh, against Terence Crawford, both considered top five, top ten pound-for-pound pound fighters going into it. And it didn't look like that last night. It looked like a complete mismatch. Uh, great performance from Terence. It was better than great. It was um, masterful. It was a masterclass. Um, he goes to the top of the pound for pound list. No question at all. Um, he was so supreme, so flawless, so dominant, so brilliant against Daryl Spence, Umar, that this ice cool operator from Omaha made this previously undefeated and elite level foe look like a novice. For me, he joined the greats of all time in the welterweight division in the early hours of this morning in Las Vegas. I thought it was a prize fighting masterclass. Um, you know, when you think they were both undefeated, they're in their prime. Um, it wasn't even a thrilling fight for the simple reason that Crawford comprehensively dismantled Spence. His jab um, was magnificent and hurtful. Um, his timed counters were amazing. Everything was on point. It was as near perfection, I think, you could ever wish to witness from an elite boxer. Um, the fact he's become an undisputed champion in two weight divisions is extraordinary. As I say, number one pound for pound, replacing in Noya Inui after five days. Um, and for me, he gets into the debate with the very best the division has ever produced. And I'm talking... Sugar Ray Robinson, obviously, who was an extraordinary boxer, fast hands, great ring general, um, you know, who, who obviously went up to middleweight as well. But I think he went one loss in 100 fights at welterweight or going up to welterweight. The one loss to Jake LaMotta, I put him in with Sugar Ray Leonard. Um, I think I'm even going to say Floyd Mayweather in there as well. Jose Napoles. Kid Gavilan, Thomas Hearns. I reckon that version of Crawford would beat Floyd Mayweather. Wow. Yeah. I'd, yeah, I'd, I would venture to say that, that that version of Crawford right now, cool from first to last, may well have bested Mayweather at welterweight, who was obviously, he's in my top five, Floyd Mayweather. And obviously he was a brilliant welterweight between about 2005 and, and the end you know, with, with, with Pacquiao, you know, in the, in the mid 2010s and, or 2016, whatever it was, 14, maybe now, I can't remember, um, right now, cause I've been up all night. Um, but it, it, it was, it was, look, he made Errol Spence literally look like a novice. Um, and, and, and Spence never gave in, in that fight. Um, he was embarrassed when he was off balance in the second round he was slowly pickled and dismantled by Crawford whose patience and I say edge is his ice cool edge 
was extraordinary. It took him three rounds to work him out. He did the same southpaw stance as Errol Spence. Took him nine minutes to work him out. Caught him off balance in the second. I gave the first and the third rounds just to Spence. But apart from that, after nine minutes, um, Crawford just completed a rout. And I'm, and I'm glad that Spence was rescued in the ninth round. Um, can I say another thing? The respect levels throughout this contest, in the build-up, during the fight, and afterwards, were just extraordinary. And um, it makes you feel proud to be involved in boxing, I think. You talked about um, the ref stopping it, and I thought it was a great call uh, from the referee. I'm sure you agree with that, to stop it in the ninth round. Oh, that. it's coming in. You could see the towel. Yeah, but what, really, should Derek James have thrown the towel in a couple of rounds earlier? I saw the towel. I, I, I'm sure I saw the towel in the background a couple of times. They were they were looking at, to throw it in. But Spence is so brave. He never gave in. He was giving it his all. Hmm. Um, he just couldn't get anywhere because Crawford's so good. You cannot take anything away from Crawford in this performance. You could. The only thing that may come out in the coming weeks, and we'll probably talk to Derek James about this when he comes over for the Joshua fight with White, was Spence tight at the weight, you know? Was he struggling a little bit with the weight? Um, but it, it was, it, it was a, a piece of artistry to behold from, from Terence Crawford. Spence has got that option for a rematch clause. Um, I think if, it, if he does activate it, it will be at 154. And I think it, it is a better fight at 154. But I think going off that, you still have to make Terence Crawford a huge, huge favourite. Does the rematch interest you any bit at 154? Not not in the cut, not in, you know, t not 10 hours after the fight, because it was so comprehensive. It was so emphatic, the manner of victory, because he slowly pickled him, didn't he? And he yeah. patiently, he didn't go after the kill either. Um, he, he, he slowly dismantled him in a, in a very ruthless way. Um, I buy the argument, it's, you know, it, it makes sense in boxing. They go up to 154. Spence is naturally a bigger man. Crawford won't put on that much more weight anyway, I don't think. Um, I'd rather see Crawford. Now he's an undisputed champion in two weight divisions. Fight Jamel Charlo at undisputed 154. That's a massive fight. I was in dreamland early. I was writing a column for the Telegraph and I was dreaming that if Canelo was still at middleweight, yeah, that we could have Bud Crawford and Canelo, the welterweight king goes up to fight the middleweight king. And that would have been like Sugar Ray Leonard stepping up to fight marvelous Marvin Hagler back in 1987 at Caesars Palace, where of course he beat Hagler and Hagler, you know, disgruntled, steam coming out of his ears, departed the sport never to return to appear in spaghetti westerns in, in Italy and marry an Italian woman um, and, and never to return for the rematch um, or have another fight with him. But that's what I'd have loved to have seen now. Crawford, I, I, want to see, I think I want to see Crawford fight Jamel Charlo at 154. Go for the undisputed in three weight divisions. Um, I'm just thinking from Spence's point of view, he's got that rematch option right there. I'm I'm looking at it thinking business wise, 
I don't see really another route for Spencer. I think he will actually activate that rematch clause. Yeah, he probably will. But look how long it took them took to get them in the ring the first time. Um, it look, it may happen again. Um, there, there was no, but there was there, there was no. I'm trying to remember how many serious punches that got through that high guard of of Crawford. There were a couple that landed. He's got a fantastic chin as well. Um, but he was always marginally away from the big punches. Sorry, I'm coming undone here a little bit. Um, it's excitement of last night. No, sorry. Um, <laughs> you know, it's, um, it's, uh, it is, it was just brilliant. It's just such a pleasure to watch it. Uh, we, we were expecting a, a thrilling fight. It wasn't thrilling. But it was it was just amazing to watch brilliance. Will Ken Spence do something different in a second fight? He certainly it, it's it, I, I think I think Crawford's maybe got his number. Do, do, does Spence normally crouch that low like that as he's going in? That was a bit unusual. He mm. kept his um from the Southpaw stance, he was keeping his right hand down, his, his left hand down and his right hand down a little bit low, but he was getting peppered and maybe desperate. Um, I don't know, it, just looked, it just looked like a mismatch. Yeah, it, it, it did, which was the the most surprising thing about last yeah, night. Of course it was. Boxing, expect the unexpected, you know? Mm. Okay, well, look, is there anything... I think we've discussed everything. This, the, the stoppage, if... Derek James wanted to throw the towel in earlier, uh, a rematch situation. Anything else you want to talk about last night? No, I think I've said it all. I think he belongs with the greats. He, 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 he sits there as the king of boxing right now. Um, and it's just, what more can he do? He's 35. Does he need to go on? He's probably only going to have a couple more fights, isn't he? So if he's going to have a couple more, you know, why not fight? If there's enough money... Charlo, oh, Charlo is, is Spence's gym as well, isn't it? Yeah, and there's always been that back and forth because of the Crawford-Spence stuff between Crawford and Charlo. He was talking to Charlo during the fight, actually, last night at ringside. I don't know if you've seen the clip yet. Spence was oh. down, I think, for the third time, second or first time, and he was he was saying stuff to Charlo, and Charlo was saying stuff back. So I think that would be a, a huge fight. Obviously, Crawford moving up another weight, trying to become... A world champ at another weight. I think that would sell. I think that's probably the only two fights out there from a Spence rematch and a, and a Charlo fight at 154. But, but, um, there is Charlo... Boots as well, but I don't know if Crawford would give Boots that opportunity. They're diff two different eras. so Well, he might. He doesn't need to fear anyone, but but isn't Jamel Charlo booked to fight Canelo in the yep. early autumn? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, if if, if Canelo wins that fight, he can they can still do that fight. It doesn't necessarily have to be for um yeah they can still do that fight i think it's sell crawford charlo i, I think if you really lose to canelo there's no shame in that for charlo maybe it's you know for spence to go straight back in with crawford now you know doesn't for me make a lot of sense yeah maybe they say you know let's see what happens with canelo charlo then do yeah. crawford charlo and then spence goes up to 154 anyways, has a couple of fights, and then they try and do the Crawford fight, maybe. He seemed idealist against him, though. He seemed idealist. And like I said, maybe Crawford is going to make everyone look like that. I mean, you know, 
It's, it's just it's just incredible what he can do, and I, I do think that that Spence Spence looked sluggish all the way through. But I don't want to take any credit away from Crawford. Um, you know, um, and he seems to be the, the worrying thing for other fighters going in with Crawford. Um, he seems to be getting better with age. I mean, you look at his yeah. previous fight with Avanesian. We everyone knows Avanesian, maybe not in America, but we know over here on this side of the pond, he's a a top top operator. Avanesian, he's he's fringe world level, if not on that world scene, and he completely destroyed Avanesian as well. He gives everyone a tough night, and then he's gone and destroyed. The second best welterweight in the world. It's uh, it's quite a frightening prospect if you're getting the ring. Not only that, his jab last night. Yeah, incredible. Yeah, well, well, it just it just owned it. It was it was basic. I say basic, but it was the fundamentals of boxing that got him there last night. High guard, beautiful simplicity of footwork, counter punching. Um, no wasted shots uh, as well. No wasted shots. Total efficiency. Total efficiency. Um, when 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 Spence looked embarrassed to be put down in the second because he was off balance, wasn't he? Spence's face, uh, Crawford's face, never changed in the whole fight. Never changed. Totally focused. Thought he was so cool coming in. I don't know what the net was around him. Well, the, Errol Spence calls himself the big fish, doesn't he? So he's catching oh, a fish. Oh, yeah. oh, hey, how dumb of me that I'm, oh, I'm missing. How, how about Eminem walking him out? That was un unbelievable as well. Well, Eminem looked a bit shy, actually, because he didn't do the singing live. No. I loved the walkout. And Eminem really didn't want to get in the way of um, of his moment, actually. I thought it was a great night. It was, I mean, watching from here, I was at Talk Sport doing the build-up in the studio. It, it was quite quiet in there until it... It wasn't a raucous atmosphere... I thought the respect levels were something to behold and enjoy. Um, they were really respectful with each other afterwards as well, um, which I really liked. Um, you know, Crawford wasn't, you know, kind of, no one was gloating, no one was jeering, no one was, it was, I thought it, it made you feel proud to be involved with boxing that last night, I thought. And no excuses from Spence either. He was just honest about it. He said the better man. Yeah, he was, exactly. All of that. And that's a respect thing again. You know, it's a respect thing, um, but the 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 valley the valiance in the man to say, you know, unequivocally, I'd take the rematch. Like beaten, but not unbowed. Um, so yeah, they may well do it again. They may well do it again. He certainly he certainly showed last night. He's a, he's a dog. Spence heart of a lion, actually, because yeah, a, exactly. a lot of people a lot of people would have gone early and that folded and and probably didn't want any more of it. But uh, yeah, Gareth. Uh, thank you very much for your time and uh, we shall speak soon. You're not going to say bye? Well, that's bye, isn't it? Bye-bye. No, thanks very much. <laughs> See, See you later. Sports Social Podcast Network.